Shalom to all. Today's office Ksubis Tav Tzadi Vav. We are starting Tzadi Hayon Beis with a brand new parak. And today's office sponsor Lilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Bas Rabbi Yaakov Moshe Hernish Shalom Shadav and Lilu and Lilu Nishmas Mars Freda Chaya Beila Bas Rabbi Yitzchak Tzvi Hernish Shalom Shadav and Lilu and Lilu Nishmas Rabbi Shimon Ben Rabbi Avram Leib His Nishalom Shadav and Lilu. And the Mishnah says Alman Yisanis Benechas Yisaimim and Almana gets her food. She gets her sustenance from the Nechasim of the Yisaimim. Maisu Yadai Shalohen and her Maisu Yadaim go to them. Main Chayav Mikvurasa they do not have to bury her. Who has to bury her? Yarshel Yarshik Subasa her Yarshim the ones that Yarshim. Or Ksuba, they have to bury her. The Gemara tells us who they ask the following question: When the Mishnah tells us that she gets mizaynes, is it something that we are chayv to give her nizaynes that she definitely gets mizaynes no matter what? Or is Mishnah saying that we're talking about a case where she happens to be getting mizaynes ha nizaynes, which means she happens to be getting mizaynes? And we further analyze this nizaynes tanan. If our Mishnah is telling us that she has to get mizaynes uchanche galil, that means that we would be going like the people of Galil v'loy sagi d'loy yavila. I wouldn't be sufficient if they don't give her mizaynes, which means they would have to give her. Mizaynis, I don't know, perhaps, Hani Zaynis Tanan, we're just talking about a case where she happens to be getting Mizaynis, Uchanche Yehuda, and this is like the people of Yehuda, Bibo, and if they want, Loyavila, they do not have to give her Mizaynis. So what's Amr Shtah saying? Tadi Vavam Alpha on top, Tashma, we have an attempted Raya, Amr Abzera, Amr Shmuel, Rabzera said, B'Shem Shmuel, Matthias Amman al Atma, whatever an Amman finds, she gets to keep it. Now, Iyam at Bishlam, in this statement of Shmuel would make sense. If Hani Zaynis Tanan, Amr is telling us that she happens to be getting Mizaynis, but she doesn't have to get Mizaynis. Shapir, so this statement that she gets to keep her Matthias makes sense. It must be that we're talking about a case where she's not getting Mizaynas. Eliyamrit Nizaynas Tanan, but if you want to say our Mishnah is telling us that she has to get Mizaynas, Nihavu Kibal. So these Yarshim should be just like the husband. And Ma'bal Matias Ishilbaila, just like a husband, when his wife finds something, he gets to keep that Matsya of hers. Hachanami Soto over here, Matias Ishil Yarshim, that which this woman finds should belong to the Yarshim and not to her. So it must be that it's optional to feed her. The Gemara says, that's not a raya. really, I could tell you that Nizaynas Tanan. Our Mishnah is telling us Nizaynas that we have a Chiv to feed her. And time my Amr Abanan Matias Ishilbaila, why is it that Abanan said that whatever a woman finds has to be given to her husband? That's the light to Eva, so there shouldn't be an animosity between them. The husband's gonna start disliking his wife. What I feed you, I give you all this food, I give you all this money, and you don't even give me your Matsyas, so that's why she would have to give him that which she finds. But Hani to Eva, these Yarshim, we don't care if they don't like her, it does make a difference. They have a chiv to feed her, and if they don't like the fact that they don't get to keep her Matsyas, it doesn't make a difference. They still have the chiv to feed her. Another halacha Yarshim, any malachas that a wife has to do for her husband, and Almana has to do for the Yarshim. We had learned about these in a previous parak. She has to cook and clean and do a whole bunch of other things, but that's that's except for diluting a cup of wine, setting the bed, and washing his hands, face, and feet. That's because all these things are marbechiba. They build a special love and intimacy between the two people, and therefore she does not have a chiv to do that for Yusayimim, only for her husband. Now, Amr Shubhan Levi tells us of a similar halacha, any malacha is that Evid has to do for his master, Talmud Oysel Rabbi, a Talmud does for his Rebbe, except for untying his sandal. And Amr Rava Rava says, that's only if it's in a place where they don't recognize his Talmud, and if they see him untying his Rebbe's shoes, they're going to think that he's an Eved. But if they recognize him and they know that he's a Talmud, there's no issues. Everyone knows he's a Talmud untying his Rebbe's shoelace, not that he's a slave untying his master's shoelace. And Omar Vashi, he further qualifies this, even in a place where they do not recognize this fellow as a Talmud, we still didn't say this, that's only if he's not currently wearing Tefillin. But if he's wearing Tefillin, there's no issues. That's because a non-Jewish slave doesn't wear tefillin. So if he's wearing tefillin, it must be he's a Talmud and he's not a slave. Now once we're talking about serving a Rebbe, Amr of Chibar Abba, Amr of Yechanan, anyone that holds back his Talmud from serving him, he doesn't let his Talmud serve him, it's like he's holding kindness back from him. Shinamar, because the Pasuk says, Now literally the Pasuk means withholding kindness from his friend, but we split up the Pasuk and we understand it as one who withholds from his friend, he's withholding kindness from his friend. He says, many years, 
he even removes Yeras Shemayim from him. Shenemar, because that same Pasuk says, V'yiras Shaka Yazov, he abandons fear of Hashem. And now going back to an Almana and Yusayimim, Amr Blazer, he tells us, Almana Shatafsa Metaltalim Zainaseha, Mashatafsa Tafsa. If an Almana grabbed Metaltalim for her Mazainas, she wasn't getting Mazainas for whatever reason, so she grabbed some Metaltalim and she was going to use those for her Mazainas. Whatever she grabbed, she grabbed. Now we know that the Metaltalim of the Yusayimim are not really meant for her Mazainas, and it's only their properties which are. But the Chidosh Rabbalazar is telling us is that if she grabbed Metaltalim, so she could keep them and we're not going to take them away from her. And Tainam Yehoshua, we have a brass just like that. Almana Shatafsa Metaltalim Zainaseha. If an Almana grabbed Metaltalim for her Mazainas, Mashatafsa Tafsa, whatever she grabbed, she grabbed it, and we're not going to take them away from her. And Machin, Kiyosar of Dimu, and Rav Dimi came, Amr, he said, There's a story with the darn law of Rav Shabsi. Shatafsa Diskia Malaya Mais, she grabbed a bag full of money, and the Chum didn't have Kach to take it away from her. And Amr Avin Ravina tells us, Amr, this is only said El Mazaini. If she's grabbing it for her Mazainas, but if she's grabbing these Metaltalim for her Ksuba, then we're going to take it away from her. We know that Metaltalim of Yusayimim are not Meshubah to the Ksuba, so if she grabs Metaltalim for her Ksuba, we're going to take that away from her. But now, Maskala Marbaravashi, Marbaravashi asks the following question Mashal Ksuba, the Makarki Vlam Metaltali, why is it that we're going to take Metaltalim away from her if she grabbed them for her Ksuba? And that's because only Karka and not Metaltalim are Meshubah to the Ksuba, whereas Mazainus Nami, Makarki Vlam Metaltali. We know that her Mazainus only come from Karka and not Metaltalim, so why won't we take those Metaltalim away from her? Ella must be, says Marbaravashi, Lemazaini, Marbaravashi, whatever she grabbed for Mazainus, we allow her to keep it. Same thing for the Ksuba. If she grabbed Metaltalim for Ksuba, we're going to let her keep them and we're not going to take it away from her. Now, they say in the name of Rava, just like you, not like this Psak that we just said, but if she grabs Metaltalim for Ksuba, we are going to take it away from her. Now, another member, if an Almana waited two or three years, and she was never Tevea Mazainus, she never said, I want you to pay for my food, so she loses her food. She doesn't have the right to be Tevea her food anymore. And must be that she was Michael on it, she waited so long. The Gemara asks, If you're telling me that after two years of not demanding her food, she loses the rights to demand her food, so for sure after three years, why are you saying two or three? The Gemara answers, like Kasha, there's no question. One talking about a poor woman, one talking about a rich woman. If a poor woman waited two years, that must mean that she's being Michael on her rights, whereas if a rich woman waited three years, it must be that she's being Michael on her rights. Inami, alternatively, we could say, One talking about a Prutza, one talking about a Tznua. A Prutza doesn't mind going to bed. Bezdin. So if she didn't go to Bezdin to demand her Mazainas after two years, we say she's being Michael on them, whereas the Tznu was given an extra year. Now, Amarava, he explains this, This is only talking about demanding back pay. If after two or three years of her supporting herself, she doesn't come to Bezdin to demand back pay, so then she can't demand it. But for sure, from now and on, she's allowed to be Tevea. She's allowed to say, look, two or three years, I wasn't Tevea. I might have lost out on that. No problem. But from now on, I want the Yusayim to give me money, and we would listen to her in such a case. And now another scenario. Question. The Yusayim say that we advanced her some money. She said, I never got money. Who has to bring the Raya? And what are the two Tzadim over here? Do we say that the Nechasim are in the Chazaka of the Yusayim, and the Alman is the one that has to bring the Raya because she's taking away from the Mosek? Or perhaps, do we say that the Nechasim are in her Chazaka? And the Yusayim have to bring a Raya that they did pay her. The Gemara Tam Saraya, Tashma, the Tani Levi, Levi, Tana Raya. Almana calls Manshalanises. If an Almana did not get married yet, Al Yusayim will have Raya. The Yusayim are the ones that have to bring the Raya that they already gave her money. Nises, but if she got married, Allah will have Raya. She's the one that has to bring a Raya in order to collect back pay for that which she took out of her own pocket. Now, Omar Shem Barashi tells us, Kitanai, it's like a Machalakas Tanayim. We have a brass that tells us, Mecheres, she can sell some of the Yusayim's property, the Kaseves, and she has to write, Eilum Zainis Macharti, Ve'ilu I sold these properties for Mazainis, I sold those properties for my Ksuba. Rabbi Hu, this Rabbi Hu's opinion. Rabbi Yesi and Rabbi Yesi says, she can sell 
the properties because she has stam and she could just write stam. She doesn't have to say for what purpose she sold the properties. And this is a strong kayak of hers. Now, my love, how come if it must be the what's the like According to Rabbi Huda, that said, she has to clearly tell us what she sold these properties for. Savar clearly he holds, the Nechasim are in the Saimim's Chazaka, the Alho Alman will have Raya, and the Alman has to bring a Raya. And if she doesn't write what she sold these properties for, the Saimim could always say, Oh, you sold these properties for your Ksuba, and now you don't get Mazinus anymore. So therefore, she would have to write, These are being sold for my Mazinus. Whereas Rabbi Yesi Savar, Rabbi holds Loi by Lefrushay, she doesn't have to say what she sold these properties for. It must be that Rabbi Yesi holds that the Nechasim are in her Chazaka, and the same have to bring a Raya. And therefore, she doesn't have to say why she sold these properties. And the Gemara says that's not a Raya. Mimai, who says that's a Machlokes? Perhaps everyone holds that the Nechasim are in her Chazaka, and the Yusayim always have to bring a Raya. Rabbi Huda is a type of Rabbi Huda is just giving her a good piece of advice. And why would Rabbi Huda say that when she sells these properties, she should write very clearly on the Shtar what the property was being sold for? That's the Loy Likru Law, Rav Sanusa, so that people shouldn't call her a gluttonous woman. If she sells tons of property and people don't know why she's selling them, they might think that she's selling them just for Mazinus and that she's going to have a hard time getting remarried because people are going to say, Look how much food she eats. I'm not going to marry such a woman like this. I'm going to go broke trying to pay for all her food. So it could be Rabbi Huda is just simply saying that she should write on the Shtar what she's selling it for, just as a good piece of advice, but not for any other reason. And if you don't say that, that which Rabbi Yechanan asked, remember this whole discussion that we're having is because of Rabbi Yechanan's question, which was if the Yisayim claim that they gave her money for food and she claims that she never got it, who has to bring the proof? So really this question of Rabbi Yechanan, it really could be answered from our Mishnah, which is on tomorrow's daf. What does the Mishnah say? She could sell properties for her Mazinus, even though she's not in Bezdin, and she has to write, I sold these for my Mazinus. So we could have answered Rabbi Yechanan's question directly from that Mishnah. Elo, it must be that we cannot learn this from the Mishnah. Why is that? Because the Mishnah is really just telling us an Eitzah Taiva, Hachanami, Eitzah Taiva Kamashmalon. So to over here, it must be that Rabbi Yehuda is telling us an Eitzah Taiva, not that she has a Chiv to write, this is for Mazinus, and this was for my Ksuba. So this is reason number one, why Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda's argument doesn't necessarily center around the fact of in whose Rishos these properties are. Reason number two, Inami, alternatively we could say, that everyone holds that Nechasim are really in the Chazaka the Yisaymim, and that she would have to bring a Raya. But behind the time of Rabbi Yehuda, so what's Rabbi Yehuda's reasoning? Just like a Baya Kishisha, What's Rabbi Yehuda comparable to? To someone who's on his deathbed, he said, Give 200 Zos to that fellow who's my Balchayv. I owe that fellow 200 Zos. Give this 200 Zos to that fellow. The fellow who's owed the money, he could take them for his Chayv, or he could take them just as a regular gift. If he takes them as a Matana, as a gift, wouldn't he have a great Chayv in such a situation? Because if he takes it as a gift, he can still collect his Chayv from the Nechasim Meshubadim. And the same thing would be with the woman, according to Rabbi Yaisi. It's better for her not to specify what the sale was for, so she could always claim that it was for Mazinus, and then she could collect her Ksuba from the Meshubadim. But again, nothing to do with Rabbi Yaisi holding that the Yisayim have to bring a Raya. It's still very possible that Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Yehuda agree that the Nechasim are really in the Chazaka of the Yisayimim, and in standard case, she would be the one to have to bring a Raya. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about her selling these properties of the Yisayimim. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.